Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken What's up guys, Dave Van Auken here, the Dave Van Auken Show presented by the Fight Bananas. We're coming in hot guys, Monday, March 13th is March Madness time for uh, all you basketball fans out there. And of course it is absolute madness for us MMA people. Insane. Um, Marab and Peter Young just literally, what, two, three nights ago, we just had John Jones return. And we are right now in a London pay-per-view week uh, trilogy welterweight championship match. Insane. Edwards versus Usman. Like, sign me up. And then, of course, the co-main uh, kind of has been the people's main event. Everyone I've been talking to, Gaethje versus, versus Rafael Fazeev. So, so much to get into. I'm going to give you just a little snippet. There's one thing I really want to hit on about 286. But this show, guys, this is the Grant Dawson show. We go for 30, 35 minutes. And I've, I've been wanting to do this more often. I want to like call it like almost deep tracks or I don't know. I got to think of a catchy name. There's so much. We we talk so much, of course, about MMA. We are an MMA media outlet with Fight Bananas. I kind of want to like get a little bit more personal with some of the guys. And something popped out. So it was a PFL Challenger Series. And Austin Vanderford was there. Paige uh, Van Zant was doing the celebrity judging. And I talked to Austin. We did a little interview and we put that up there. But me and Austin talked for like 20 minutes about the Jaguars. Literally, he's a huge Jacksonville Jaguar fan. And it was a great, fun conversation. And he even said, he's like, man, it, it was so great to talk about something other than just MMA and how training camp is and what his next fight is, right? Like he actually like really enjoyed it, he said. So I was like, man, I kind of want to do that. Uh, Grant Dawson and I both have a uh, love of The Mandalorian. Uh, Star Wars, Disney Plus, if you haven't seen it, hey, you might not be interested at all. If you have seen it, you like it a little bit, I think we'll give you more insight and, and just our love for it hopefully comes through the podcast. It's a great show. It is the best TV show on right now. The Mandalorian, Disney Plus, Wednesday nights. Go get it. It's awesome. I love it. So, um, yeah, Grant and I go in for 30 minutes. Ant-Man 3 comes up. I just saw Ant-Man 3 with my son. So, we a uh, little Ant-Man 3 uh, talk in there. But it's all about the Mandalorian on this pod. All right, little tidbit, UFC 286. I just wanted, this is my thing, right? So, um, we really love betting here at Fight Bananas. And I was looking at some of the lines. And we'll get into the whole line of Ben and Bananas and uh, a lot of other podcasts coming out this week. But... It just, it jumped off the screen at me when I was looking at my phone that Justin Gaethje and Leon Edwards are sizable, you know, plus 200, plus 185 in that range, both of them underdogs. And the first one, this is start with Gaethje. I, I'm picking Justin Gaethje in this matchup. I think Justin Gaethje has been in more big moments, more pay-per-view spotlights, more main events. And yeah, like look at some of his losses. And they, some of them, you know, out of the last five, I think he's two out of three or maybe even two, uh, you know, three out of five, something of that nature. It's not the best, but just the level of competition. Like, I wish we saw Rafael Fazib and he's going to go through it if he keeps on winning. 
I would see what's Fazeev's record if he fought Gaethje's. And that being said, it's almost how Gaethje loses, right? How does Gaethje lose? To the Jits, to the Grappler, you know, submission by Habib, submission by Charles Oliveira, two of the greatest lightweights on this planet in the history of the sport, right? That's how he loses. He's not going to lose to uh, Rafael Fazeev like that. Like, this is going to be a 15-minute stand-up war, a lot of kicks for sure. And when that happens, Gaethje doesn't lose those type of fights. Like, Gaethje doesn't lose a lot of three-round wars. Look up the Justin Gaethje-Michael Chandler fight. Like, this is right up Justin Gaethje's alley for him to be a 2-1 to underdog madness. Go right now. Go get Justin Gaethje's number. Uh, I think Gaethje's, uh, I don't want to say a lock by any means. It's too hard. I love Gaethje's spot. I think he knows if he loses this fight, guys, that's uh, a championship fight in that division. Probably never happens for him. He's he's older in age. He, he's He's been through it. And, of course, with guys like Benny and Oliveira in a rematch and Poirier in a rematch and good guys, uh, we'll see what happens with, with Connor and Chandler. If Gaethje loses this, that's it. He He's probably done for a title shot ever. And to me, Rafael has time to lose one win. You know, he, he has time. Like, he just needs to go on a three-fight win streak when he's in the top five, ten, like he's getting to now. So, I have Gaethje. And then to close it, uh, be right before we get the grant, uh, Leon Edwards, uh, two-to-one dog as well. I don't know. I hear it both ways. I hear that, you know, hey, Leon's found his number. Uh, Leon really knows how to win. He's at home. He feels good. This is his fight week. This is his pay-per-view. Uh, Usman is older. Usman's got a brocade and all that stuff. So I hear the Leon side. The other side, guys, probably the side that I am leaning on is Usman is an absolute dog, right? He's, you know, look at his last 20 fights. Not a lot of L's in there. Not a lot of rounds he lost. Uh, Usman, I think, is hungry. I think he's on, um, you know, the re- the revenge tour. I think he wants to get this one up on Leon Edwards because to be talked about by uh, by the greatest welterweight of all time or even one of the greatest pound-for-pound fighters of all time, those guys, right, if if GSP lost to Matt Hughes, like there's – you can't go 0-2 to guys. You know what I mean? You, you can't lose a rivalry with one fighter and then go down as the GOAT. Like it doesn't happen. Like you need to win every rivalry. You need to win two out of every three trilogy, and you need to revenge every loss like a GSP or a Bones. So if Usman wants to be talked about as one of the greatest welterweights ever, and if Usman wants to be talked about one of the greatest fighters ever, he gets the job done Saturday night and reclaims the UFC welterweight championship. All right, guys, that's a little bit, that's a tidbit of UFC 286. Ton of content. Grant Dawson's coming out now. Guys, yesterday, Maddie Levine interviewed Calvin Cater. Really great interview, 20, 23 minutes. Go get that. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts. Look up. Uh, peel back with Maddie Levine. So a ton of content. Huge week again here at Fight Bananas. Uh, it's going to be awesome. All right, we'll talk to everyone soon. Here's Grant Dawson and myself. We shoot the shit. We talk about the Mandalorian. Let's go. Guys, Dave Van Auken back with my uh, good friend, Grant Dawson. Grant, how are you, my man? Fantastic, man. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely, brother. Um, it's awesome. Like, especially with you now, Grant, it's, 
we can talk about upcoming lightweight fights and yes, Usman and uh, Edwards is coming up and you know, the generic stuff. How's training camp? Uh, Grant, how, how's your diet going? But when I talked to you four months ago, when we, a little Star Wars, a little Marvel popped up and dude, you were just like a, you know, kid in a candy store. So we've been doing this more and more. Mandalorian is back. So all the people that's like in the know, it's back. There's been two episodes already. I think I'm going to drop it a little bit before episode three. They've been incredible in my eyes. And I'm like, dude, Grant, let's just talk about it for 15, 20 minutes, see where it goes. I actually just saw Ant-Man 3, by the way, yesterday. So I don't know if you want to get into that area. But Mandalorian episode one and two, first thing that pops in your head. Man, I, I got to say the first thing that pops in my head is they don't miss, you know. <laughs> they don't miss. Um, yeah, like Star Wars is is so hit and miss in, in, in so many aspects. But the Mandalorian, they... They don't miss, man. Uh, the Clone Wars was another good one, and uh, it was just it, it, so good. First two episodes really get us into the the story. I'm really curious to see is the whole season going to be about his redemption arc? What's uh, who who's the big big bad guy this season? Is that's what I want to know, dude. So always, uh, your wonderful wife Elle knows this. I always have notes for the thing. Look at my thing. It's bad guys. Um, so that's funny you said that because I really want to go there. I love so far, and I think you and I have talked about this. So Mandalorian, there's usually six, eight, or ten episodes a season, and of course it will gel together, and you can watch them all together. It's amazing. But the thing they do that I love immensely is each episode is its own movie. Like you can watch one episode and be like, wow, that was awesome. It took me on the story, went on the arc, and usually it does lead into the next thing. But each episode, it's its own, you know, world. And for me, episode one and episode two had different bad guys, and I loved them. Like, I loved both bad guys. Like, the pirates in episode one was cool, and he kind of finalized that. These uh, creatures in episode two were awesome. And then, of course, the guy that captures him, the, the robot, it was awesome. Like, I love that it had its own bad guys. And, of course, at the very end, spoiler alert, sorry, episode two, I, I hear, like, that's, like, the biggest bad guy in the in the world for Mandalorian. It's like, that's the main creature, bad creature, right? Is that what I'm it well, I, I don't know where they're going with this. Where I was, what I was taught is is it was a it was an animal on there that they that they hunted. So kind of like, uh, um, like a like John Deere has has the deer head as yeah. as it's that's my understanding when I was growing up is that those things were on Mandalore and they hunted them and and killing them was was a huge feat and that's why it became their symbol. I don't know if they've changed that because when Disney took over, you know, they, they changed a lot of things. So I'm not, I'm, I'm really interested to see where, uh, where they're going with this. And if I remember correctly, it, it, those creatures weren't amphibian. So I don't, I'm, I'm very curious to see, you know, cause it was underwater. I'm very yep. curious to see yeah. what, uh, what they're going to do. I have a theory though, about the, the bad guy this, this season, or maybe not even a bad guy, just somebody showing up in the clone wars. Uh, there was a group of pirates that was led by somebody named, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Hondo. Okay. And uh, he, he was one of my favorite characters and, and he, he didn't die in, in the series and he led pirates. And I'm guessing that he's going to make a, a, an appearance in this because the okay. pirates that, that were in the first episode were the same species as him, except for that, that swamp monster dude, uh, at the end. So I'm guessing that that guy, the swamp dude, who I'm, I'm, I can't remember, I, I don't know if they told us his name, he took over his pirates, 
the uh, the Mandalorian is going to run into Hondo and they're going to have to like yeah do yeah. their own side adventure and I think that's going to be really cool because he was one of my favorite characters in uh, in the Clone Wars. That's awesome. Um, so okay, I, we we did a lot there, <laughs> two minutes. There's so much more. Um, so when first of all, do you like and like and and this is just me. I loved how those pirates were the main bad guys for Episode One, and then. Well, I don't, you know, those creatures, right? Those creatures out of the cave and they attacked them a couple of times. And, you know, do you like how there's kind of so far through two episodes, like its own individual bad guys, if you want to say, do you like that aspect? Or do you like, usually you want Darth Maul and you want eight episodes getting to a final fight with Darth Maul? Man, I, you got to keep it exciting. And I feel like they've, they've done, they've done both, especially if you watch the book of Boba Fett, where it's like, you know, this is this is the Moff Gideon is the uh, the bad guy all yeah. the way through, and now we're kind of done with him. And then in Book of Boba Fett, it was kind of like we didn't really see who who the big bad guy was going to be until the end. And then Cad Bane showed up, which was super cool. I really hope that wasn't the only uh, only thing they used him for. Uh, I, I like it. I like that there's we we don't really have a clear vision of what what's going to happen. Are these pirates going to show back up? Uh, is is there going to be somebody else? Who, what's this big creature in, in, in the water? Uh, I, I am definitely liking the way that they're doing it so far. And also, they, so I don't know if you know this, uh, George Lucas had a, originally, he wanted Darth Maul to be the main bad guy through one, two, and three. But he thought that he was so badass that he would take... Um, some badassery away from Darth Vader in wow. four, five, and six. So yeah. he decided to kill him in the first movie. Yeah. I feel like this thing, this this yeah. robot alien thing was the same thing because that thing was so cool. Like yeah. I wish that they didn't kill it in the in, in this episode. That thing right. was thick. I would have yeah. loved to have known more about is that a sentient thing? Is that an animal? Is that a droid? Yeah. What is that thing? Because that thing was so cool. And I think that it should definitely come back. Yeah. No, I great point. Um, okay, so he goes into the water. We like I'm like, wow, like this is it. I, I really thought, to be honest, with what you said, I thought this whole season was gonna be about his redemption. Like I thought there wasn't mainly gonna be a main bad guy and just you know, good versus evil it was about uh, uh testing yourself or whatever, redemption of himself. So that's where I thought, but now he's going into it at the end of episode two. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And he's he's kind of saying what he needs to say, and he's walking down. And then, like, boom, he goes down under, and it's like, whoa. I love how she just flies in there, gets into it. Right. Why do you think that – so now she saves uh, Mandalorian, and they're coming up. But, like, the bad guy was, like, that big creature was just, like, staring at her. Like, what what, what was your take on that? Man, so the 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 creature was, like, its skull was the, the skull of their symbol, right? Yeah. Like, the Mandalorian symbol. So I don't know if this is just like a throwaway thing. I don't know if this is like the 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 bad. I what I think is going to happen is he's going because okay. So Bo lost her troops, right? What I think is going to happen is he's going to get back into his guild. Uh, he's going to become a Mandalorian again, get back into his yep. guild, yep. and he's going to use his troops or, or his uh, his Mandalorian brothers, and they're going to try to retake. Mandalore with Bo. I think that's yeah. going to be the whole like premise okay. of this. I think the dark saber is going to to change hands. I think Bo will become 
Uh, yeah, I, I think, think that's yeah, she'll get it. And um, I did you watch? Did you watch the Clone Wars? No, I didn't. You mentioned it to me last time when you talked to me off air. I, that might be a weekend thing for me. Like one of these weekends where there's no UFC event, uh, you know, seven in a row. I I, I think I got to give it eight straight hours and go for it. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't even get halfway through it. it it's like so long. There's Is so it? much into it. But uh, she she's in the Clone Wars, and she had a sister that was the ruler of Mandalore, and she um, she was uh, romantically involved with Obi Wan. And then she died due to Darth Maul killing her. And then uh, Bo got her, got Obi-Wan out of there. And you find out that they were sisters. And that was a whole cool uh, arc there. So yeah. I, I, I really like what they're doing with her. I think they casted her really well. Um, but she is definitely meant to save Mandalore, in my, my opinion, and, and become, become the ruler there. And I think that Mando or Din is going to help her do that with his Mandalorians because she was, she used to be a part of death watch. And then there's this whole big messy thing that happened. And, and, and then she had her own troops and now we're, we're here. So with that being said, I love that arc. I, I love that uh, hypothesis. So if that's season three, season four, season whatever it is, what do you think is the end of Mando? Do you one, I hate to say this out loud. Do you think he might get it and, you know, kind of pass the ton over and, and you know all that or do you think him and and baby yoda goes on what do you think will, will be the arc of mando then towards the end well uh the the writer uh came out and said that he he's planning on making as many mandalorian seasons as he can so yeah. th this this is not going to be a short ride in my opinion i think by the end of this season my opinion i think we're we're, we're getting some good ground on, yeah. on recapturing mandalore and then the big bad guy shows up. I don't know who it will be. I don't know uh, what what's going to take place in it. I don't know if it's going to be somebody we know, somebody new. No clue. But I think a big bad guy is going to show up. Then the next season, uh, we we win the fight. And then he goes off with uh, Grogu and, and keeps doing stuff. I do hope that at some point they, they get far enough along that Grogu hits his teenage years. I think yeah, that yeah, one yeah, is yeah. super cool where he's yeah. not like an infant. He's like a teenager. Maybe he's got his own armor. Maybe he's got a lightsaber and he's really kind of figuring it out. And he's a little, little more sassy than, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. than uh, he was. But I, I bet you he, excuse me. I bet you he's going to speak his first words uh, at the end of this season. And I bet you anything they're going to be like, it's going to be dad or yeah, father yeah, yeah. or something. Oh. Something along those lines. Pull those strings. Really cool. Pull those strings. Uh, you almost yeah. have you have him as like Rocket. You know, he was kind of Rocket turns into a teenager in the second Guardians. And like I said, so I just saw Ant-Man 3 with my son Colin, and they had the preview of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Looks incredible. Like, oh my goodness, looks incredible. Did you see Ant-Man yet? Can we get it or no? I, I haven't. Um okay. I don't I don't care about spoilers. So if you want to go ahead, uh, but I, I've I've heard some people say it was good. Other people say they just are not into this con, uh, like this this Thanos wannabe. Right, right, right. Um, what are your thoughts? Right. One last thing with Mandalorian, and then we'll get right into that. I love that because we remember we talked about it last time. We were hoping that he was going to be awesome, like Thanos. We'll we'll get into it. I remember the last one. Um, the last thing I want to get into, and like one of my dark horse things I love about this show so far, and even the first two episodes went all in on it. I love the the sets, the different worlds, the different looks. I like when they went through it. There was raining three, four times. They had to go through to the uh, you know to the, the the planet. 
how are you as like a fan of it? Does it kind of bring you back to childhood of like all these cool, like, I feel like I'm watching the show and I'm like watching course Mandalorian walk, but I'm like, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like watching everything. I'm watching the sets. I'm watching the, the planets, the islands. I think it's incredible what they do with overall the whole look. Yeah. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And, and you, you nailed it when you said each episode could be its own movie. Yeah. And that's kind of the situation we're at. I'm so happy that we are out of desert planets. I don't know what, I don't know what Star Wars's fascination with <laughs> desert planets is. Like right. The Force Awakens, desert planets, you know? And then we just, it goes on. And then, and then all of Book of Boba Fett, desert planets. Yeah. And then most of the first season of The Mandalorian, desert planets. It's just desert planets, desert planets. And I'm, I'm so sick of sand. It's, it's rough, it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. And I'm just, I'm sick of it. So I'm so glad we're on a on a on a planet that we've yeah. been to before because you can see in the Mandalore, or I'm sorry, in the Clone Wars how how beautiful Mandalore was and so like how great their their society was and to see it kind of I'm not sure it crystallized over. I don't know if that's the correct term. It looks like whatever it, ash it, or dark. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah. Like this is going to be a lot of work. And then once we go down into the, the, the mines and we realize like, Hey, there's other things here. I yeah. think there's something big. I think yeah, there's yeah. something big coming on Mandalore. And I think it's going to be, uh, I, I think it's going to be good, man. I'm, I'm really interested to see it. I, I would hope that these pirates are not the main bad guys though. And I, my, agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, it's yeah. just, I, it's, it's its own. I think, so far, we haven't seen the main bad guy, maybe, to, or the very, very end, the last scene. I was like, that could be the big creature of the whole show kind of a thing, I, you know, whatever. One thing you said about the sand that was so funny, that uh, same kind of thing. Every DC movie, every ending, it's like black and lava and fire. It's 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 incredible. Even the Shazam, uh, the trailer, you see like the end of the movie, it's all black, it's all lava. Every super DC like comic, like Superman, like why is there lava here? Like there's lava right. always at the end and that's what the, the sand made me of it. All right. So we talked about Ant-Man 3 and uh, Kang, Kong, Kang. I think it's Kang. I think it's Kang. Kang. Um, it's like Ciro gone. It was gone and John Jones all week was calling him Gain. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, all right. So long story short, last time we talked about it, we hoped that he was going to be Thanos and everything. There's already Avengers one and two kind of, or four and five, if you want to make sense in the future, super, uh, another Spider-Man and the guardian. So they, they have their next five, six round up. And you thought, and I thought Kang was going to be the main villain. And I still think he is, but I will say this, and I don't want to spoil so much, but I will talk to you a little bit through it is he, some, it was a little bit of a roller coaster as the movie, some really high, great points, some, some, Three to five scenes are like, dude, this is awesome. Like, this is Iron Man 1. This is Guardians 1. There's some, like, really high-end scenes. But in this movie, there's a lot of low scenes. A lot of low scenes. A lot of, um, like, doesn't matter. Or they try to they try to make uh, secondary and third characters more secondary and third characters. And to me, like, they just come organically, like, in a weird way. Bubba Fett was all organic. Like he was not supposed to be who he is probably in 2023. We, the, the people, the, he just, right. uh, the organic love of it. And that's even as a fighter, right? We, you can't just say, Hey, we're going to love sugar Sean O'Malley. Like you, we love fighters organically. So with that being said, they tried that too much. And I thought that was a big weakness of the movie. Then we get it to Kang. So let's just say he, he doesn't win. 
right? I thought he was going to win. And to be really honest, I thought he was going to kill Ant-Man. I thought we were going to see it. His daughter really grows up in the movie and she plays a major role and she's great. She's really funny. She, she fights more. She has her own suit now. She becomes a main character. So I'm like, this is perfect, right? They're, they're going to, you to usually create a big villain. He needs to kill someone like in, uh, right? Rocky, Rocky Ford, Drago needs to kill Creed right. and so on and so on. He doesn't. And they kind of win at the end. And I'm like, wow, really? Like, I thought this guy was going to be our Thanos for the next, uh, you know, decade in a way, in a weird way. And at the very end of the movie, they might, you know, they kind of, we see him again. Let's just say that. And, but yeah, they, they didn't make him strong. They, they a little bit Darth Maulish, if you want to say like, he was awesome and he had some really great moments. He's a great actor. He communicates uh, like you feel it. And that that's awesome. Literally through a big screen. I'm like, wow, this guy's great. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he kind of gets Darth mauled at the end of the uh, one movie. And it's like, especially Ant-Man, like, you know, you can't lose to Ant-Man. Like he's, he's the ninth Avenger. Like you, you didn't right. lose to Iron Man. So, uh, you know, uh, I thought it was a C plus B minus movie. Um, you know, and it, it is what it is, but yeah, it wasn't a jumping off point. So here, there's there's a couple of things that I have wrong that I, that I feel about this, and the 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 first one is is it's like because you remember that Khan or Kane whatever Kane is he's in um what's the uh, Loki right Loki. he's in the show yes. yes which was super cool so and then they they killed him they won so there's there's versions of him there's so yes. many versions of him and that's yeah. the thing that I that I don't like is it's right. like Okay, we beat this version. Now then it's just it's That's exactly what happens, Grant. So Grant. That's exactly what happens. Right. So So they beat this version and now we see if, a little bit of a we see a lot of versions of them. And we see the multiverse at the very end of the movie and a lot of him goes, "Okay, we're done of just one of us cuz the Avenger or Avengers does beat us in all these timelines, but let's all get together. Let's have 200 of us and we would be unbeatable and that's where they go to that's that's kind of the the very end of the movie and i'm with you i was like yeah yeah, it's yeah. Just, i'm not i'm not into it and it's like no matter how many times okay here here's my do you watch dragon ball z at all no 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 so i i've seen the first two arcs of dragon ball z right and in dragon ball z and there's so much dragon ball z like hundreds of episodes hundreds yeah. of arcs hundreds of things that happened and this is where i lost interest in dragon ball z was it was the second arc we had just beaten uh i believe it was uh the the, the saiyans the evil saiyans you know we're going through that whole thing with vegeta all this is happening and then all of a sudden uh this guy named frieza shows up and they're literally losing their minds because they're like frieza is the most powerful thing in the galaxy frieza is going to beat everybody frieza is going to you know, unalive anybody in his way. And it's not even going to be a challenge for him. And it's like, okay, so we have to build, 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 build. And then we managed to beat Frieza, right? It was a four hour battle. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like if you just watched on YouTube, the fight scenes with no dialogue, it's four hours long. So we finally beat him. We get back home to the planet. It's like, wow, we just beat the most powerful person in the galaxy. That was, that was amazing. And he's like, well, other than this guy. This guy's actually the most powerful. Like he's coming now, and we got to beat him. 
He, yeah. He's the most powerful. Frieza was, you know, Frieza, but now we got to beat this. And then after that, there's this guy. And so yeah. it's like when you when you build somebody up like uh, like Thanos, where I was in high school yeah. when 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 Thanos first appeared, and he's like, you just see a little glimpse of him, and he's like, okay, you know, I'm coming. And it's like, right. what what is this? And then they did nothing. Nothing with Thanos came out. Nothing. And then movies later, it's Thanos again. And it's yeah. like, when is what is going on here? What is going? On? And then I'm a full grown adult who could have children already. And it's like, oh, this is Thanos. Like, holy crap. And then he completely lives up to, you know, what they build. And then as soon as we beat him, the moment we beat him, oh, but the, but there's this guy too now. And he doesn't get any buildup, doesn't get any, like, he's in an Ant-Man movie. Like, And, and I wish they would, I wish Marvel... And I think it's been a it's been a a weird three five years, and I know I think COVID really hurt it too, as way to be perfectly honest. And it was a weird time. And now with Disney Plus, and we talked about this with Star Wars, they're throwing so much at the screen. It's like every every six months there's a new show. Which Loki, I think you and I like Loki, and then some people don't like. Uh, you know, it was the Captain America and Falcon show, and then it was Hawkeye. Dude, I love Hawkeye the character and him in the movies. He was he's a great fourth character in the movies and he has his one-liner but when you make him the main star and they had a really christmas theme to it which i love hawkeye the show was not good like the show just was not really good i don't know if you even watched it just to me it was not that good my point is where i was getting at is these movies like ant-man 3 could have been perfect with just a a big spider as the bad guy uh uh, you know a, a bad guy and also dude marvel has uh, 10,000 awesome bad guys. There's so many bad guys. We see it in X-Men all the time. I think like Juggernaut's the most unused good character wide. Like he should be an awesome bad guy. Like really killer. Be a bad guy for a movie or two. And then Magneto comes and then Juggernaut's his right-hand man. It's like, oh, this is awesome. And it's just like they went right into Kang and now like they are showing this story arc and I think he is going to be our, you know, I hate saying this, our generation's Thanos, our 10-year our right. Thanos. But yeah, it would just been fine. They could have just very easily made a made a bad guy or a bad guy from the comic books of Ant Man or whatever right. they want to say, Dracula or whatever. And the movie to me was mainly about his daughter. Like his daughter really grows up, really gets the part, really becomes towards the end like the main star. She has all the funny punchlines. She makes the big save. Like she becomes the character. Her name is Cassie. And it's like, okay, like we see what we're doing. Maybe Paul Rudd doesn't want to do six more Ant-Mans and be a part right. of the Avengers. Maybe it's going to be Cassie moving forward. You got to go? Or No, 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 no. no okay, no, okay. So I just like, yeah, I just wish they would have left the Thanos-type bad guy away for a couple of years. Let, let a couple movies go. Spider-Man 4, Ant-Man 3, Guardian 3, awesome. And then we can go into it. And he can even like, uh, Loki 2 is coming out. It's the, the show. He could have kind of came back in that a little bit, defeated Loki, and now we're in 2024, 2025, and now let's push him into the movies. So he, he that that's those are all great points. Here's what I would have done. And the, so you had WandaVision, which came yep. out, and I believe it was the first live action Marvel show, like yes, in that, yes. in that universe, right? Yep. Yep. And so it was like this, this huge thing. I loved it. Uh, WandaVision is my all-time favorite. I think it's better than Loki. I think it's better than Hawkeye. I think it's better than all of them, right? Here's here's what you do is 
you, you sprinkle in the TV shows, you sprinkle, let's say Kane, because that's his, that's their bad guy. Now you sprinkle him in there. Like he's the one who showed Wanda how to make these, how to do this. Like yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one that did. Okay. And then you put him in, in Loki, like he was in, you sprinkle him in there. Then you yeah, put yeah. him in, then you put him in Hawkeye. He's yeah. the one that's, you know, helping the juggernaut and uh, the King King Kingpin. Hawkeye, yeah. uh, you know, and then you sprinkle them in, in She-Hulk, which nobody watched anyway. So, you know, they wouldn't have seen it, but still. Uh, and then, so now he's, he's a part of all these shows and make him the good guy in some of it. Make him like help the Avengers in this show. And then he hurts the Avengers in this show. And you're just kind of like, what in the world is this guy doing? And then boom, you have three big movies come out with him as the main like antagonist and, he, and I, I don't know what his story is. I don't know what he's trying to do, but that's probably take over the universe since that's what they're all trying to do. And, yeah. and, and I think that would have built it a little bit better because we already did the sprinkle with Thanos in um, movies, right. little sprinkles of Thanos in movies. I right. think if you put him in TV shows, maybe at the end of like uh, the Dr. Strange movie somewhere, Yep. And you just kind of hint that it's like, hey, we're, we're putting him, you have to watch these TV shows to really get what's going on. Because I, I think that's what people liked so much about it was yeah. it's not a Captain America movie. It's a part of this most expensive television show. Saga. Ever, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, this, this, this yeah. big series. It's part of all of this. And we, we, it's all connected. And then, boom, Thanos shows up. And it's like, holy crap, this guy's. And then they did a great job with Thanos by having him beat the absolute crap out of the Hulk, which nobody has done throughout the Marvel universe. Like, I, I can't remember a movie where he lost a fight, you know? So perfect that you said, I kind of even forgot that he defeated the Hulk. And then towards the end of the movie, he kind of, he beats them all in a way, yeah. in, a, in a crazy great fight. That's what I mean. Like, Kang, his first motion picture, he loses to Ant-Man. Like yeah. Ant-Man's the ninth yeah. Avenger. Like, yeah. and I love Paul Rudd. I'm a Paul Rudd guy. I'm a comedy guy. I love right. Paul Rudd. He's the ninth Avenger. And you he lost to him like one on one. Like you can bring 20 of them, 30 of them. Like, eh, that's it. Paul Rudd. These. Paul Rudd is the, the comic relief character. Yeah. You yeah. you can't you cannot lose yep. to the comic relief character. Right. The uh uh one of the, I don't know if you've ever seen this show, it's called Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh, yeah. one of the best things about Avatar The Last Airbender is even the comic relief character plays a huge part in the show. He grows, uh, he starts off as a comic relief character, he grows and he becomes a real leader. If that character had killed the main bad guy at the end, I would have been so let down as a child. Right. Right. I never would have watched that show again. Right. There, there are, there are, spots for like you said and and here's the thing where where this is where my mind is going just off of what you've told me is all i can see is a bunch of uh so so go to infinite not infinity war end game at the end when it was all the avengers fighting yep. thanos's army yep. all i can picture is replacing that army with a bunch of blue cons you know and they're just running and and they're just yeah. and it's just like what are we beating up a bunch of clones like yeah it's just, it just visually, it looks weird in my head and it doesn't really look. And also who, who's, who's the, if, if we beat Thanos, we beat the army. Right. If, right. Right. If right. It's an right. Army like, of cons, who's in charge. Right. And, and we'll, and we'll wrap it up last thing. And then one more thing on Mandalorian, we'll wrap it up, my man. Um, 
the the thing too is that so the 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 kong that we saw at ant-man was the same kong that we did see at low-key and the same one i think in, in, in another end of a movie so like this was the one that we saw like this is the one that we thought is the main one and all these other timelines like we got peter parker we got spider-man and then miles morales and porky uh spider they're all the the other timeline ones and that's cool like that's cool but there's one spider-man we thought this was the one king like this is the one guy we've seen like when you introduce him just him that's who we think is the man and then he loses in the very first time he gets into a fist fight it's like Come on now, like wait, I, I don't care if there's twenty thousand of them. Like they're just they're they're, they're droids. Like they 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 can't be the main bad guy. There's you you need Darth Vader to run twenty thousand droids. You know, so exactly. wild. Um, all right, Mandalorian episode three and four coming up in the next ten days. What's the if it goes like? What's one thing you're like? Oh, Dave, yeah, they did this. I'm so happy. This is awesome. Is it the Yoda? Is it the baby group talking? Is it? Um, is that character the main bad guy character that was in the water? Do you want that to be more, you know, uh, uh, mainstream, more vocal, more prominent in these next two episodes? What's the thing you're looking forward to the most? I want to see Han. I think Hondo is going to make oh, okay. A, a, okay. A, an appearance. I think him and the Mandalorian are going to team up to beat up this Scooby-Doo swamp looking guy. Uh, you cannot tell me you did not get Scooby-Doo vibes from that swamp monster. Like, let's see who he is gang. Like he, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Maybe I'm a child, but uh, that's what I think. Hondo uh, and, and Mando taking over uh, the pirates, you know, maybe the pirates and the, uh, the Mandalorians team up to, to free Mandalore because Hondo owes him one. And uh, it, if, do you know, do you know this character that I'm talking about or you have no clue? No, no, I don't. When, I don't. When we're done, when we're done with this uh, interview, just, yeah. just, YouTube some of his highlights. Like he he he's got some funny one-liners. He he's okay. he's very intelligent for he he's almost like a comic relief bad guy, but they do it really really well where he is a real threat. We cannot tell whose side he's on because he switches sides so much because he's on his own side. He's a pirate. And he even says that. There he's got a bunch of good one-liners. Look him up and 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 kind of like Johnny Depp in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, he's a lot like that. Because like he and, always was flipping, he was always with the girl, not with the girl, always right, with the Orlando right. Bloom, not you know. Right. The the thing that I like that they do it a little bit different though is is he shows up. It's like, okay, you're watching the episode, it has nothing to do with pirates, and then all of a sudden he shows up, and you're just, man, this is not good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he always, yeah, he's a great character. I really liked his character, and and unless I'm completely missing. I have no memory of him dying at all. And I'm usually pretty good about that. I've seen the, the Clone Wars a bunch, and I don't think he ever dies. I think he just kind of disappears like they did with Cad Bane, and Cad Bane showed up, which Cad Bane's character in the Clone Wars is so much cooler than in the Boba Fett, and he was a badass in Boba Fett. Yeah, my brother did tell me that, actually. He told me, like, that's... They, they, it wasn't a, you know, I don't want to say a mess up, but that was a thing that he wished would have changed a little bit. Of they, they, they screwed up with his mouth. His mouth looks different and like he can't enunciate his word because they gave him big sharp teeth and I don't think he had the big sharp teeth in the right. He he's a great character. And and honestly, if he wasn't in the Clone Wars, you love him in Mandalorian. But if you grew up with him in the Clone Wars, because he was in season one. He was in the end of season one of Clone Wars. And uh 
and and he all the way through he he makes different and he's in the bad batch so like there was a lot of there was a lot of hype behind him making his right. his right. real life debut so that and i i thought they did fine i i thought it was fine it wasn't as good as the clone wars but not a lot is very cool well there we go uh you know i i told you it was gonna be literally 32 minutes before you knew it guys grant dawson top 15 ufc lightweight on this planet uh, it was super cool to see that video that Millions uh, did it. Guys, and by the way, you've done it like two weeks in a row. Hopefully, you could do it again. You doing on uh, Millions is awesome. Very fun. Just a very fresh thing that you do. When Grasso won the championship, that video was super cool of you watching it and, and just uh, seeing it live on, on air. That was awesome. I, I love, I not to cut you off, but I, nope. I love seeing that. I love when uh, uh, Juliana Pena beat Amanda yeah. Nunez, because it's like nobody's invincible. I I loved it yeah. when when uh, Alexa Grasso beat the the goat. I loved it when when uh, Volkanovski almost beat Islam. I love I love all of that. Like these these I, uh, you you probably won't uh, remember it as well, but uh, T.J. Dillashaw versus Henan Burrell. Henan Burrell. Kind of, uh, it, labor it's laughable it now. Memorial Day, my man. <laughs> it's laughable now yeah. because Henan Burrell isn't considered, you know, like this. He was unbeatable, He was the pound for pound yeah. best fighter in the yeah. world. TJ Dillashaw was a plus 1600 yeah. uh, underdog. Or Short notice. Than that. And he wasn't even like, he wasn't even a top contender. Like not just to be like brutally honest. It's almost like if Makochev and uh, Benny Darush was going to fight a week out, uh, Benny gets hurt and Drew Dober gets the spot. It's like That's a great example. Thank you. Great example. And then yes, Drew Dober fighter, destroys but... him for five rounds and then yeah. TKOs him in the fifth. You're like, what are we watching here? It just, it makes you go, it makes yeah. you go like, I, and she's my teammate. I love her to death. She's great. Um, um, Joanna Young Jacek versus Rose was another one. Yeah. I if I didn't have any money to bet, but if I did, I would have put every penny on Joanna to, to knock yeah. out Rose. No problem. Excuse me. And I still think she's the better fighter. 100%. I just think Rose yep. kind of has her number. You know, the, the styles yep. make fights. And and it's just one of those things where it's like, dude, like he looks invincible right now, but somebody is going to expose him and it's going to be a joke. Like it's it's crazy. Uh, 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 Usman and uh, Edwards yeah. was, was yeah. Yeah. one of my all time favorites because it's like, dude, no, but I said it. Nobody's going to beat Usman. Usman will retire with one loss on his record, and that dude is sitting in a bar somewhere, broke as shit, telling everybody, no, I beat that guy. I, I yeah. beat that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody's going to call him a liar. We were just talking about the greatest show uh, on TV right now, The Mandalorian, and that's why mixed martial arts, especially the UFC, is the greatest sport in the world. There's just nothing like it. Um, yeah, like, and, and, and it was great debate, too, like, me and L had a serious eight-minute debate about John Jones and Sarah Gone. Like, there are a lot of people, not even just L. And, of course, now afterwards, we think it's, like, laughable. A ton of people had Gone winning that fight in so many different ways. And it's the greatest sport in the world. You never know. Um, literally, Peter Yan and Morales about to fight in 24 hours. It's it's awesome. It's a great month. Um, even UFC, like I said, yeah, Gaethje and Rafael Faziv around the corner. It's awesome. Grant, we'll let you run, my man. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian has been amazing. I think in a weird way, I love season two, episode one might be like my, my favorite episode ever. I, I love that episode. It was amazing. The first time we met, 
Um, I love that actor who's like the, the 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 cowboy of it, and they had to beat that big creature. That was the whole episode. Uh, Timothy he's wearing, he's wearing yes. Boba Fett's armor. Yes, yeah. yeah, and they have to like kill that big creature, and they work all episode, and they finally do it. And Timothy Olfant's awesome. Love it. These two episodes back to back have been incredible. Just A pluses. Um, I just love where they're going. And uh, yeah, we'll do this again in two three weeks when we see a couple more episodes. I'm I'm super excited for it, man. <laughs> You're the best, brother. We'll talk to you soon, all right?